Welcome, everyone. Dr. Mike Reed from Chiropractic Masters International. Welcome to this Power Talk on the secret sauce to asking for referrals. Now, the purpose of this Power Talk is really to help you understand not only the psychology, but also the mindset and the mastery of asking for referrals. Now, asking for referrals can really be a misnomer because when you're talking about referrals and asking for them, that really sort of personifies about you, doesn't it? And not so much about them, the patient or the prospects. And one of the things that I noticed over the years is a lot of doctors start to get uncomfortable. The sense of necessity or desperation that I'm, I'm hungry for new ones and I have to build, you know, my practice by asking for referrals. And one thing I've noticed is that that's really made a lot of doctors uncomfortable as did myself years ago. So the purpose of this call is not so much to teach you how to ask for referrals, but to really get it to change 180 degrees and get you to understand the process of giving the gift of health. Now, I'm going to say that again. Instead of us asking for referrals, which is about us, I want to flip it around to get you to understand the psychology behind doing it for them and giving the gift of health, giving giving a lot of um, um you know, passes and, and the ability for people to come into your practice. And I want to preframe this with a number of stories that will sort of um, create the evolution of where I'm going for, for this because a number of years ago, I did focus groups. And I did focus groups because I wanted to get feedback from my patients on how to improve my business. I used to take small groups of patients from four to eight, I used to take to my favorite Italian restaurant. It was called Bella's. And I rented a private room, and we had a really nice meal. And I, you know, I flipped a big bill for these, these meals. But I wanted people to feel comfortable and honest. And it was a real eye-opener for me because all the focus groups were the same. People said, Dr. Mike, we, we love you. We, we love the results we get from chiropractic. We love chiropractic. We get the idea. We get the, the message. But... And here's what they told me. They just didn't have the material to educate or give to their friends. So that was the sort of nugget I took from those focus groups. And a number of weeks later, uh, I was going through my mail, and there was this restaurant that we went to. It's sort of like the cheaper Italian restaurant I used to take my kids to. It was called Eastside Mario's. It was just, you know, spaghetti and pizza and that sort of stuff. But there was a $10 gift card. And I'm ready to throw it out, and I actually threw it in the trash. I looked down at it, and it was looking back at me. And it had this big number 10 with a dollar sign beside it. And I said to myself, wait a second, I just threw out 10 bucks. So I reached in the garbage. I pulled a George Costanza, and I reached in the garbage. I pulled it back out. I said, wait a second, I, this is worth 10 bucks. I'm curious. I teach marketing. I want to see how this works. And I took my kids that Friday to the east side. And I said, listen, I've got this $10 gift certificate that you guys sent in the mail. I said, I'm curious because I teach you know doctors how to build their business. I'm curious to know how it's worked for you. And the the waiter was very, very helpful and, and foregoing and, and giving me the information I, I, w- I wanted. And he said, you know, we thought that we would get about a 20% bump in our business, but we got a... 40% bump. As a matter of fact, the management has asked us to give these cards back to our patrons to reuse again. 
wow. So I had this incentive. I had this low entrance fee to come in. Oh, the $10 you'd put against your meal, the dessert or something like that. I think you get the idea. But they gave a little bit. They, they, they had some sort of bait on the hook, so to say, for me to come in to use this $10 because I wasn't going to throw it away. And at the same time, uh, they repurposed it. So they created what I call a, a win-win-win situation. It was a win for them. It was a win for the restaurant. And it was a win for the, the, the patron. I thought that was kind of cool. So a little while later, um, I'm in my meditations, and I'm thinking, how can I, how can I get patience, the same sort of concept, without without asking for referrals because one of my coaches had taught me how to ask for referrals and I was never comfortable because it was always like who could you send me who could you give me who could you build my practice and I wanted to put a spin on it and during my meditations it just came to me just popped in my head there was that thought that T-H-O-T and instead of asking I said it just said give and it was giving the gift of health I went wow so I took the script that my coach at the time had given me, and I, I put a flip on it. I just went in one day, and I prepped all of these health gift certificates. I'll tell you about how we do it in a second. And I just went in there, and I said to my patients, I'm on a mission today. And I said, and that's to help friends and family who are suffering, uh, you know, that would benefit from a health gift certificate or a health information kit. It was the same concept that we had with a family gift certificate. And I had a runaway success that day. As a matter of fact, that week, I had a record 22 new patients from that approach. And the patients told me they really liked the concept of me giving them something to gift, to give to a friend. And the rest was, was really history. We just started really putting it into a sequence. And this is important. And, you know, we then not only had this sequence, but we had something called the follow-up, which is really important. I'll talk about that in a little bit and why it's so important. But you had to have the follow-up because you would find that a lot of the prospects who received the gift either forgot about it or were too busy or just didn't have the time at that moment. And how many times have you received something in the mail or you received a gift and you've parked it on the side and then Six months later, you open up the box to, oh, my gosh, I forgot about that gift certificate. I want to use it now. So there is a sequence, and I want, for those of you who are listening to me or listening to the recording on this, to write this down because I became very analytical in my practice with regards to understanding the psychology behind how patients responded and why they responded. And I realized very early on that there was this, sort of a bell curve where people got into this honeymoon phase where they were seeing changes, they were excited, they were loving you, loving chiropractic, and that was between adjustment 6 and 12. Not visit 6 and 12, but adjustment 6 and 12. You actually applied a force, you made uh, an adjustment, uh, there was a neurological response, people started to see that cascade mechanism happening and they had some sort of relief or some sort of structural changes. And that was right in that first month. So I knew that was actually the best time to do it. And even in marriage, we call it the honeymoon phase, you know, the first few years. Well, the first few adjustments in your practice as well. So I want you to write this down. And if you're uh, listening uh, tonight, take a pen and paper. So go get one right now because I want to share with you the sort of process that I went through with my patients 
And when I went through this process, um, I I got a lot of referrals. Now, I'm going to pre-frame all of this because you've heard me say this before, that I, I developed a lot of rapport with my patients. I schmoozed with them. I knew their first name. And that really didn't happen until the later years of my practice where I had to really come back and wonder, okay, why was I losing so many patients? And I realized that in a busy practice, you can still have great relationships, but I had to get right-brained. I had to get conceptual-based. I had to really, really stay focused and have that PTC with my patients. And I would start with this very, very first step of making sure that every adjustment was on a travel card at first and then eventually it went electronic so I could trip a different tick with my patients. And the very first few ticks between usually, you know, zero to six um, were, you know, about chiropractic and symptoms versus function and function versus symptoms and, you know, the role of the nervous system was educational. But then as I got into number 6 to 12, I started to plant seeds. And I got very, very good at it. And I want you to see this and, and just write this down called planting seeds. Because you can't just one day say, you know, who would you know that would benefit and send me somebody. You had to sort of plant seeds. You had to get into their psychology. Remember that the human spirit wants to help and they want to help other people. Number two, you've got to have something for them. So there had to be some sort of health pass. And number three, it had to be some sort of low entrance fee. There had to be an incentive for people to want to come in. Now, people will talk you up and they'll refer, but it's the response of that prospect that has to take action, right? So I would use languages such as, it's really unfortunate that more people don't know about chiropractic. So when a patient said to me, oh, my gosh, I can't believe my migraines are gone, I would say, yeah, I'd celebrate high five. That's great. That's awesome. It's just it's really unfortunate that more people don't know about chiropractic because they're just going to keep popping the Tylenol on the Advil. Or that patient that you really bonded with and you just feel really good. I used to say things like, I'd love to have a 1,000 patients just like you. Or, you know, they say, Dr. Mike, are you accepting referrals? Uh, absolutely, and I'd love to have a 1,000 patients just like you. So I'm paying a compliment. Or I would say things like, you know, the healthiest people on the planet are under regular chiropractic care. So I would plant these seeds and educate them on a regular basis. Now, that education never stopped. And for those of you who are in practice, if you're talking about the weather or your golf game or going on vacation, if you're talking anything non-chiropractic, stop, please, because it's a practice killer. Every word that comes out of your mouth for that 10 or 15 minutes that that patient is in your practice must be chiropractic. And it can be a celebration of, of their changes, and which you should do. But at the same time, when they start saying, oh, my gosh, I can't believe how much I'm, I'm doing, how much improvement I have, or how much I'm feeling better, that's the opportunity to say, it's unfortunate. A lot of people don't know car, about chiropractic because that's the sort of success rate that we see. I then moved into pre-framing them, where I would pre-frame them on, you know, the, the changes that they're going to see in the future. So I would say things like, you're going to love the results you're going to receive from your care. And I've noticed that majority of my patients, you know, have better immune systems or that they no longer have colds and flus. So I would pre-frame them towards health and wellness. I would get into future pacing as well. And future pacing would be that, you know, you and your family are going to benefit from years of, of chiropractic care. Or you're going to see massive changes in your immune system. So my language was all about how they're going to see changes, 
But at the same time, it also put that little seed in there about referring friends and family, especially if their family hadn't come in for a checkup. It's a perfect opportunity to say, you know, um, I, you know, I'd, I'd love to get your family in for a checkup so they can enjoy the same benefits you're receiving. So just remember the tick is always going to be future pacing and pre-framing your patients. And then I would get into also testimonials. Now, this is especially important when you're doing touch and tell. So I want you to take 10 people tomorrow, just 10. And as you're touching and as you're touching the spine, you're feeling the atlas of subtle state on the right, I would even go and say this is an area, C1, that will affect migraines in many adults. But you know what? We just had the success case last week on a young boy that had chronic ear infections. And you know what? His earaches are gone. I would also maybe palpate that area that I would say this is related to migraines. And I just wanted to, to let you know we had four success case, cases this week on migraines uh, in this practice. So they started thinking, wow, chiropractic helps with migraines or energy or immune system. You can, you can parlay off of that. And they start to think of friends and family that are also sick as well. Or it creates a conversation. Can chiropractic also help with this? So when that language happens, and you're going to see a lot of it happens very, very beginning of your practice. As I said, number 6 to 12. And this is where I go right into I'm on a mission. So I want you to write this down. I'm on a mission. And that's to help as many friends and family who are suffering needlessly from health condition or from migraines or from asthma or from digestive problems. I mean, you can get specific and have that as a theme your week, that week, which you should do. Or I would just go into something generic and say that I'm here to help friends and family who are struggling, who are suffering from blank. And what I would do is I would ask them, is there anyone you know that would benefit from a health information kit or from a health gift certificate? So I'm on a mission to help friends and family suffering from, and who do you know that would benefit from a health gift certificate? And that was it. And to say, Dr. Michael, what's what's a health gift certificate? Well, it's one of these health passes. It's for $67 or $35 for your friend or, or family member to come in for um, a low entrance fee or reduced fee examination and report of findings and this brochure on their specific problem, migraine, back pain, whatever it might be. So what I did is I combined either a corn publication certificate and I would have at least the top 12 in my practice. Or I would have a backtalk. I love backtalk. Both companies are great on that specific um, body signal, and I had the health pass. So what your friend now had was what my focus groups were telling me. They needed something to educate and give to their friend. But not only was it something to educate, because patients don't respond on education. They respond on the incentive as well. So we combine the two. And here's what I want you to do, docs, is I want you to take every week and have a different theme for every week. If March, for example, if it's March and we're talking head, then maybe we're going to talk about sinuses one week, maybe headache and migraine the next, uh, maybe ear infections on week three and something else. And if you're on purpose, if you're focused, when you start doing your touch and tell and you start focusing, you can just go right into that and drop the tick. And don't worry about what they respond. It's not about how they're going to respond. It's the action steps that they take to refer friends and family or the education that you're going to drip. 
And I recommend that we set a goal for each and every one of you to give out one health information kit or health gift certificate at least one per day. That's 20 per month. That's 240 in a year. Here's the question. If you gave out 240, do you think you're going to do a little damage there? Well, it's been my experience that you're going to get anywhere from 10 up to 50% of those people are going to respond. But the key to this is not just doing it in office, it's also doing it outside of your practice. So when we're talking about asking for referrals, I have my business card. Remember the Eastside Mario example, the $10? On the back is a health pass for $67. And I want you to commit to three new people per day, people you've never met. Make sure you have a lot of those business cards in your wallet or your purse. Have them in your car. Have them in your office. Have them at your home so you can continually get a stack of them and start giving them out. And all you have to do is start in conversation and say, who's your chiropractor? You don't want to have one. Well, I'd absolutely love to be your chiropractor, and here's my business card. And on the back is a health pass. And this happened to me in the bank last week. We had a young girl. She says, oh, you're a doctor. What kind of doctor? I'm a doctor of chiropractic. And she says, oh, I just moved here to this area of town. I'm looking for a great chiropractor. Now, I'm a clinic director. I just said, you know, Dr. Shereen is an amazing chiropractor. You probably absolutely love her because she takes care of the entire area in Glen Allen. And you know what? Here's my card with a health pass on the back, and all you have to do is give us a call. As a matter of fact, next time I see you, I'll make sure I book an appointment so I don't hear from you. So I did a sort of pseudo follow-up. But the key to this, and here's what I want you guys to take from this, is during your tick, make sure you're talking tick. Make sure that you're doing a lot of pre-framing and educating and future pacing and talking about testimonials or success cases in your practice. And then when the patient opens up the door, right around that honeymoon between number 6 and 12, and says, oh, my gosh, I have a friend that, or, you know, I need to get my kids checked, or can chiropractic help with this, that is a green light for you to say, do you think that they would appreciate a health gift certificate or health information kit, and we can put that package together. And I want you to make an effort of one per day. And I guarantee if you get into that habit of just just even talking tick, I mean, that day I had 22 that week, I went ballistic. I just, I was inspired. I said, just screw it. I'm just going full guns blazing. And I gave out 22 of them in one day. It was a busy Monday with over 200 people. I gave out 22 of those. I gave out 40 or 50. But we had 22 people respond. I realized I was doing it all wrong. I was doing it because it was about me back then versus giving the gift of health for them. And then the last thing I want you to do is where possible, start making sure that these leads are put on a master lead generation sheet. So number one, you've got 20 gift certificates. Number two, you've got your business cards, three per day with health pass. And number three is your master lead generation sheet. Now, I keep an MLGS at the front desk. It's in the library. You'll find it. You print one out for every month. And we will put any of the leads that we got the information for. And my CA would say, they would say, John, I know Dr. Mike would actually love to follow up. Do you have your, your friend's name and number, or number, sorry, phone number, and I'll have Dr. Mike give him a phone call within seven days. Now, some people say, yeah, please give him a call. Or they'd say, I, I prefer not to. Great, just give him the health pass, 
and have them call us. Very, very soft sell. But if you ask, you'd be surprised how many people will actually give a phone number. And I would just follow up with a very simple, hi, my name's Dr. Mike, a mutual friend of ours, so-and-so gave you a, a family gift certificate or a health gift certificate or health information kit on migraines. I just want to call to see if I can help. And you'd be amazed that in all my years of practice, I have never not once had a negative response. Matter of fact, all I ever had was people saying to me, oh my gosh, nobody's ever reached out to me, nobody's ever called me, do you think you chiropractic can help? And I do a very mini history and then I invite them in for an examination, I book them right there. And we would get anywhere from a 50 to a 75% booking rate. I mean, how cool is that? That the people out there that are struggling, that are suffering, <coughs> that are relying on drugs, are looking for salvation, and you're it. And all you have to do is get this information in their hands. Many will take a response to it, but all you have to do is follow up. So I've given you guys some action steps on this very short call on how to ask for referrals. What I want to do is uh, unmute the And we have a lot of people on this call tonight. So if you have a question or you have a concern or you have, um, you know, something you want to add to this whole process, uh, there's a lot you can do with this on asking referrals. But it's really about the gift of the gap. It's really about you getting out of your comfort zone and be willing to get this information, disseminating this information into the hands of your patients. So if you have a question regarding this, just your name, where do you practice, and Go ahead and pose your questions. I know it's always tough being first, guys, but if you have a question, now's the time to jump in and ask it. All right. So while somebody's thinking of something, remember, one new patient package per day. You guys can do this. Or one uh, family gift certificate or one health pass with a brochure attached to it. You guys can do this. Number two is your business cards. Get your business cards with a health pass on the back. That's on the library as well. You can see samples of it. And start giving out three of those per day. Even if you gave one per day, I'd be tickled pink. Because one per day, you're still reaching 365 people. My challenge to you is to reach out to over a 1,000 people. Remember, only 2% of the population are using chiropractic. And number three is get in the habit of your master lead generation sheet. I always left the office with five calls. So before I left, I had my end of day sheet, and I had at least two or three um, patients I had to call, and I had two or three um, leads. And I could not leave because that was one of my five objectives. So I touched base with 15 people per week. That's a lot of people. That's like 750 people in a year. You see where we're going with this, guys? This is how you build your practice, one patient per day. You guys can do this. All right. Any other questions? Going once, going you twice. A, hello. Do you have a, uh, a list of those picks that you've talked to the people about? Yeah. Yeah. Who is this? My name's Garrett. Um, Garrett. How are you? What's that? Well, Romeoville, yeah, Illinois. Fantastic. Listen, that's under 100 ticks. If you go into Perfect Procedures, or it might be in the resource toolkit, you look for 100 ticks. And the 100 ticks, I know it's in the resource toolkit. The 100 ticks are the ticks that I use, I took from my travel card, and then I had them programmed into my software 
So have you ever had that experience, Derek, where you sort of go brain dead and you're, you're palpating the patient and you go, okay, what am I going to talk about today? Well, all I had to do is I would just look, and if that was adjustment number 16, what I did, I just rolled into adjustment number 16, and, and there it was. It told me what to say. Oh, you know, friends and family day, or it would be whatever, and I had a tick. So those ticks are laid out for you, and they're laid out specifically. You will see a repeat pattern, but you can extrapolate on that list yourself. Okay, so just look for 100 ticks, and it's in there. Thank you. You're welcome, Derek. Any other questions? All right, guys. Thanks for joining me on this Power Talk. Watch for the next Master Talk. Mastermind Inner Circle Call or CA Black Belt Call coming your way. And remember, guys, we are getting these all recorded and uploaded into the membership site. So if you miss out on these, you can go back and listen. In the meantime, guys, keep practicing with passion. We'll talk to you all soon.